Welcome to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. This show is where Dr. Jason Deitch and myself, Jeff Langmaid, give you a front row seat to our conversations with the current influencers, future leaders, and fantastic people involved in our profession. Hey, Smart Chiropractors, welcome to the Smart Chiropractor Show. I am your host, Dr. Jeff Langmaid, and today's featured guest, we have somebody that I am happy to call a friend, a fantastic chiropractor and a good businessman to boot, Dr. Alan Miner. Alan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Dr. Jeff. Thanks for having me, brother. My pleasure. Now, full transparency, I am involved in Cairo Matchmakers. I help out with the marketing. You are the founder and the current CEO, Cairo Matchmakers. For docs out there that are unfamiliar with what exactly Cairo Matchmakers does and how it can help their practice, what's the scoop? What does Cairo Matchmakers do for docs out there? We're a staffing company is the simplest way to put it. It didn't start that way, um, but we're a staffing business now. We started actually uh, what makes us unique, not just in chiropractic, but in all other fields, is uh, we help our clients build out something we call an avatar. So it is a, uh, a predictive behavioral assessment that looks at the four cornerstone behavioral traits that every human has exhibited in different ways. And early on, um, I have several clinics. And I noticed this translated really well between my most successful clinics and those that failed that I had to close the doors on. And so initially, we would just use these tools to help doctors. And like I say, we actually do this outside of the profession, executive teams, sales teams, look at different teams and see, you know, what's the makeup of people? How do they work? How do they fit together? Um, you know, the, 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 logic behind this, the premise behind it, Jeff, is really simple. I believe, and I've seen it play out time and time again, that diverse teams make up the best teams. Um, and not just diversity in how people think these days, be it ethnicity, age, <clears throat> background, faiths. Um, that's a big part of it. But then also your behavioral diversity. You know, there's a tendency in organizations to ev hire everybody who is the, kind of the same and everybody gets along and that usually makes more for a more fun work environment. But those usually aren't the teams that really quickly grow and scale a business and really execute well on what they're trying to build. And so, you know, we, we're not all all things. And so you need to find experts on your team that exhibit and have these different behavioral traits and strengths as who they are. And so we found in chiropractic clinics, that was really, really important. And, and so I would do these consults for people, different friends who, Hey, I'm on my third associate doctor in the last year. Can you help me out? Hey, I'm on my fourth front desk CA. Can you help me out? And it just kept after each round, I'd get almost every call. Somebody would say, can you help me find that person we identified that I'm missing. And I was like, no, I don't do that. And I think it was about the 50th time. Literally, I went, huh, maybe I need to figure out how to how to find these people we're talking about, because that would be the whole service. So that's really how Kyra Matchmakers was born and evolved. It was born to solve my problems in my clinics. Friends started asking me to help them out. And then that grew into staffing. And, and that's where we find ourselves today. Uh, and I've been fortunate to see it from the inside and the evolution. I'd love to dive into the specifics of the process. But before we do that, 
Staffing and team issues are a consistent challenge in way too many chiropractors practices and other businesses as well. Why is this so endemic? Is this a chiropractic issue? Is this a healthcare issue? Is this just the way it goes? Why do so many of us have challenges hiring the right individuals to help us reach our ultimate vision? It's a great question, Jeff. And it is very endemic of the world right now and accelerated with COVID in the last two years as they still don't have good data why it happened to such an extreme, but there's a lot fewer people in the marketplace looking for jobs anymore. And, you know, I've read it was the incentives they gave people that that doesn't that maybe explains part of it. But a lot of people, once those incentives dried up, never came back to work. So, you know, is it because moms are needing to be home more? Is it people retired early? I don't know. But it is, you know, it's hard to find good people these days. <clears throat> um, I think the. The simplest answer I'd say, Jeff, is it's really important to find, and this sounds obvious maybe, but it's really important to find the right people for the right role that you have. And because especially chiropractors, but other health industries too, we're not expert hires. You know, you start a clinic and just all of a sudden that's like this side thing you've got to figure out. And, you know, some people kind of, can use their gut to get a little better results. And, but it's just not, we're not ever trained. How do you hire people? And there's truly an expertise to that process. What you're trying to find at the end of it, where the success lies is I've really seen over the years, motivation does not work. You just can't motivate somebody and kind of pump them up and excite them. But motivation burns out. It doesn't last and, and unfortunately, I see it in a lot of chiropractic offices is they'll bring on teams and either they'll try to do an incentive plan that seems like there's big dollars if the person does really well, or they'll, they'll try to use chiropractic philosophy to get them excited or a technique. Or, <clears throat> but regardless of who you are, motivation wears off. And, and what's left at the end of the day is did you find the right person who really enjoys the work that you have? And so there's a lot of layers that sound simple, but, you know, that implies that a chiropractor or any business has taken the time to truly define what is the role this person's doing? What is their job description exactly? And what is the behavioral makeup of a person who would really excel at that role? I'll give you two kind of extreme examples in a chiropractic office. You have a front desk person who's greeting people as they come in. Um, you generally want somebody who's pretty outgoing and happy. They're the face of the practice. You know, you want somebody high energy. We use the term extroverted. Um, the other example of that would be somebody who's in the back office all day doing the billing. You know, extroversion really doesn't matter. But I need somebody who's really, really detail oriented, who's great at repetitive tasks, who enjoys re repetitive tasks, because I need them to sit there for eight hours a day essentially doing the same thing and not messing up. So again, there's a lot of more nuance than this, but those are maybe two roles most people can appreciate that apply to a chiropractic office. Those are two very different people, typically from very different backgrounds. And too often, you know, you put the person who would have been better in the back office at the front desk. And what happens is all of us, when we have to act opposite of our natural behavioral makeup, it ends up stressing us out and creating a big energy drain. And, you know, we can fake it for a while, but the more you have to be somebody or something that's opposite of how you're wired, 
it's going to take a toll on you. So again, back to what I started saying is, is the key to hiring well is finding the right person who's really, really deeply hardwired in who they are and their being and their behavioral traits to do the work that you have. And when you find that fulfillment, you know, you know that when you've had jobs that you really enjoy, you get up on time, you show up early, it's fun, it doesn't feel like work, time flies by, you know, nobody's yelling in your ear to motivate you or give you a quote. It's because it's the work that that you're, you know, where your your skill set comes together and who you are comes together and maybe your life experience comes together. So um, that's that's why staffing is really important. And I think that's probably why it, it's done wrong. It's usually a gut thing. Our joke at Kyra Matchmakers, it's like, hey, I like you. You like me. We like this technique. Our philosophy is similar. Let's work together. And and the tr- the key here, Jeff, is this has been true for decades across all industries. People always hire for technical reasons, but they fire for the behavioral reasons. Anybody you fired, it's rare, I should say, that you go, you just didn't, you weren't able, you know, you didn't bring the thing that I thought you brought in terms of, you know, you don't, you didn't know Word, Microsoft Word or Excel well enough as you projected, I'm firing you. That's just not what it is. It's the behavioral makeup. It's how they end up relating with the team and the culture and the patients. And so um, that's really the key to get that right, to have defined what the role is, what the job description is, and then to use tools and metrics to predict if the person you're bringing in is the best fit for that. And I'll tell you, Jeff, what maybe most chiropractors don't realize is this stuff's very measurable. And there's a very high level of sophisticated software that used to not even be software i don't even know what the word is technology there are assessments that were developed back in the 50s and 60s and um you know all these big fortune 100 companies that have big hr departments can afford you know these assessments are hundreds of thousands of dollars a year is what our license costs us so it never made sense for a chiropractor like i'm hiring once a year or twice a year why would i you know i'll get a if i even use an assessment i'm going to use some online tool and there's a lot of those out there, but there's this whole other layer that the Googles and Microsofts and, you know, all the big companies use. And, and we actually have been able to bring that to the chiropractic profession where we can use this as a one-off. And it's it's really been the blue ocean part of our business is there's just no way a chiropractor would ever have access to this stuff. And so it helps us get it right. And we've been at it for almost four years now and it's just amazing our stick rate with employees because when you do hire right you get the right person in the right role uh, they're happy you don't have to motivate them and they don't they don't leave and so it's been you know maybe bad for business because people aren't coming back hiring all the time but it's great for business because when they do hire they want to come back and use us and um, you know it's just a lot less stress when you're trying to run a chiropractic office which is already a quirky, funny, neat, challenging business to begin with. It's really nice when you get the people part right so you can focus on all the other parts of it. So that's a long-winded answer to your question, but I think there's a lot of docs nodding along right now because they probably haven't considered the behavioral aspects of hiring. And after working with placing hundreds of 
associate doctors and hundreds, if not thousands of chiropractic assistants around the world, there's no question that you've been able to see things that you just can't see without that sort of volume. So for the docs out there that this sounds good, but they're still thinking, well, I need to hire somebody. I'll put $50 into a classified ad and hope for the best. What are some of the challenges typically associated with that approach, which is the common way that many docs historically have gone about staffing their practices? Yeah, you know, it's quite frankly, where we benefited is it, it, it's a lot more hit and miss now. You used to be able to go put an ad out on Glassdoor or Indeed or something and have 200 applicants. Well, there's not 200 applicants now. So that's the starting point is it's just harder to find people. And that's where all of our tools can help assist folks. Um, the next thing is, and most business people, owners can relate to this. You, you interview somebody, they seem great. You took the time to check out their um, resume and references. And then you, they get in there and you teach them and you train them. And then it's like a week later and you teach them and train them again. And then it's a week later and you teach them and train them on the same thing again. And you're starting to go, we've been through this a couple of times. What? That's a very measurable quality. That's on another end of the spectrum called cognitive assessments, which we utilize as well. Um, but that is painful. You know, there's most people had the experience of hiring somebody and you go through your systems and within a couple of weeks, they're up to speed. And you've had other people where three months later, they're not getting it. And that's a measurable trait. So then if they're not getting it, they're costing you time and money because they're not doing everything. Or if you have to let them go, they're costing you even more time and money. An interesting factor these days, Jeff, is, you know, most most we can show you a lot of data that says it costs you anywhere from three to five times the person's salary when you have a mishire because of the time to train somebody because of the bad image they might have put back on your practice even just your your practice members your patients when they see a revolving door of staff it's just human nature to wonder huh i wonder what's wrong with doc he must be a real a-hole to work with or something you know that's what yeah. Um, it, it's very commonplace, but now there's this thing of Google reviews and it's amazing how many docs, bad Google reviews, which live on for years are influenced by a crappy employee, you know? And so there's a lot of layers to this. The other thing is, um, at the end of the day, your area of expertise is caring for people as a chiropractor. And maybe you can take your time to place an ad and filter through resumes, but you're not an expert at it. You know, you can also like remodel your kitchen and save a lot of bucks, but you know, unless you've really got that skill set and talent and expertise, probably not going to look so great. And so, you know, when a doc looks at how their time and energy is spent and what their time, how they best utilize their time and business to bring back revenue, I guarantee it's not reading 200 resumes and calling 50 people for interviews and, and a lot of docs take time to do that. And I mean, you know, you're a doctor, your job is to care for people, to educate people. It's your clinical expertise. And if you're over here doing these other parts of the business, you're generally leaking a lot of revenue because of that. And so, uh, that'd be my answer to that. You know, again, it's just, it's, it's, there's this concept in strength finders, Jeff, that says, if you take what you're really good at and do that, that's where you see exponential results. Yeah. You can take things you're not so good at and work really hard on them and you kind of get better than not so good at it, but it never, you never become amazing at it. And so 
you know, usually when you take your own strengths and usually for doctors, those are your clinical skill sets and you apply those, you're going to help more people generate more referrals, make a lot more money than if you're sitting over here, like I said, trying to figure out how to hire somebody. So unfortunately, there's a big trend in chiropractic where chiropractors are seeing that and, and we benefit because a lot of them are like, wow, I never knew your service existed. And once they understand all the, the assessments and the testing we do so that, you know, the objective is they're sitting down with two or three people who are on paper, a beautiful match. Now they can cut out all the crap and just figure out who's that next person I'm bringing onto my team to help me grow this thing. So. That makes such a big difference. And this is a two part question I have for you. What are you seeing in terms of supply and demand? As you just said, you know, sorting through, figuring it out, because this ties into the second part. So part one, what are you seeing for supply and demand of chiropractic associates versus chiropractic owners? And then the second part of that is we've all heard the phrase chiropractors eat, you know, eat their young. How has supply and demand impacted creating a good financial relationship between the associate doc and the practice owner. And how are you thinking about that these days? Yeah, there's a definite scarcity of, of doctors available right now. Um, by our estimate, it's roughly five jobs are open for every one associate doctor that is available. Um, and we largely base that on our placement time, which as of this recording is running about an average of 125 days on associate doctors and 45 days on CAs. Those numbers in 2019 were a lot lower. It's taking longer time to place people because there's not as many people out there available to place. So that scarcity, just like, you know, again, I'll date myself with the Ukraine war going on. It's hard to get gas. So gas, gas prices are going up. Same thing's happening in chiropractic right now. It's, you know, it's harder to find people. So associates for the first time in our profession have a choice. They don't have to take the only job coming along. And I can tell you, it's very, every week we have a doc we send in somewhere and they're interviewing for an $85,000, $90,000 job. And we hear back that they took the job that was paying one fifteen down the street, or they took the job paying a hundred that also had health benefits coming along with it. So, um, you know, and, and I think at the end of the day, that is healthy. These students are coming out with an average of $250,000 of debt. It's really important that they're making you know, dollars $150,000 salary within a year or two to justify that education. And so I think we're seeing an evolution in chiropractic because of that. You know, there are still a lot of docs that call us and, well, I paid my last associate $40,000 or 50 or 60. And it's like, well, you know, it's just there's there's just Google or, or do a search on any search engine of other jobs in your area. And you'll quickly see there's typically a lot more higher paying jobs in your area. And if there aren't, it's usually because you're in an area where nobody wants to be. So then you got to pay more to, to entice somebody out to it. So supply and demand is what I do like about that, Jeff, is a person can live off of one hundred hundred twenty five thousand dollars and actually have a comfortable living. You know, we are our profession's going to have our backup against the wall a little bit. If, if people come out with this big of a student loan and, and can't make a living on 70,000, it's just the economics don't work out. It's why so many people have left the profession. Um, but it now puts the pressure on the business owners, the chiropractors that own the businesses to run more successful practices to get their profitability up. You know, I've noticed we don't see a lot of box on the wall or we used to see these big family high volume practices and, you know, they'd average, 
you know, they'd see a lot of people, but when you really broke down the numbers, they were averaging 20 bucks a person. That, that doesn't really work anymore, you know? So we're seeing a lot more profitable practices. They're averaging 50, 60, $70 across the board, if not more on collections. Um, and probably about a third of the clients that come to us, we actually turn away because they're just not ready to hire an associate. Um, you know, they just don't have the volume or the revenue you know, the truth is, at the end of the day, if you own the clinic and you've got to hire somebody, that money's probably money you're taking home for your household. You got to turn around and pay that to somebody to come buy your time back. And so you better have enough money there that you can give up 100000 of your salary and still be fine and not have it put a big crimp in your lifestyle. And I was guilty of that early on. I didn't understand those economics. Nobody explained it. And I hired my first associate. And, you know, that was $75,000 less money that I was making all of a sudden. And so then I started expecting him to grow the practice, almost resentful. And he was what we call a caregiver, very detail-oriented person who in no way was wired to go out and market and promote a practice. So then my frustration was growing with him because he couldn't go attract like I could. And, and anyways, we've seen that cycle. And, and anyways, so to wrap it up, I think what's happening is probably – beneficial for our profession it's going to be painful for some clinics in the short term but everybody's got to raise their game and just like google did you can't suck with google reviews anymore you're going to go out of business so everybody had to raise their game because of it yeah there are there's definitely some positive side effects of that alan i wanted to close with a question for so many docs out there that have never utilized staffing or recruiting in the past can you explain just a little bit high level what does the process look like? What can a doc expect if he or she reaches out to Cairo matchmakers that are looking to hire a CA or a DC? How's the process work? Sure. I mean, the first question really is you got to look at um, what happens if you get this wrong and put a dollar value on that. So you have some context for this conversation. You get an associate wrong. I mean, it's a one, two, three hundred thousand dollar misstep. I've, I've been there and can attest to that. Um, so you've got to make sure you get this right on the front end because of all the things you invest in, including your building, it's your people that you're going to spend the most money on. And, you know, you wouldn't go buy a house without an inspection, um, without doing your due diligence. And a lot of people make that mistake on their the people they hire. And this person could be with you for 10 years. It's a big investment. You want to make sure you get it right on the front end. So um, we get on the phone with folks looking for CAs, looking for short-term coverage, locum doctors, looking for full-time associates. Uh, and we're always, you know, happy to get on to do a consultation call and answer their questions and go into details. Um, and then if they decide to engage us, you know, the process starts from there. Um, on the associate side, we go through a discovery process to really build out and define and look at the job description, the avatar of who we're bringing on. We need to be clear on that um, with the owner. And then if that all goes well, we move into the hiring portion of it. Um, our rates are are not just chiropractic, but all other industries as low as any rate for staffing that you'll find. The standard on staffing is 30% of the first year salary. Um, there's some companies that might do it for 25%, and you'll find some, you know, Walmart style places that'll do it for 20%. So if you're paying somebody 100,000, that's a $20,000 price tag. Um, we do it for about a third of that. So, and, and with the level of technology we bring in, which all of those other headhunters don't do, it's really differentiated us. Um, so is there a cost to it? Absolutely. But, you know, the upside of your time and, um, 
and what's happening with if you get it wrong and the expense and energy and time drain. So that's the overview of it. And, uh, you know, it varies on where in the location and whatnot, but that's kind of a, a broad answer for that question. Yeah, that's uh, the, the process. What I've seen from behind the scenes is the process is just so dialed in in a way that many docs have never even considered their own hiring process. So to have the entire team out there in Albuquerque, recruiters, staffing specialists, really focusing on each practice makes all the difference in the world. You layer on the behavioral assessments, the technology, and it just changes the game. And kudos to you because I've seen this business continue to grow, which to me is a testament to the need of so many chiropractors out there to hire better, to connect with people at a higher level, to build more sustainable teams over time. Where can docs learn more, Alan? Where's the best place for docs to head to? And also, I want to don't want to be remiss, for those uh, associates to be the talent out there, maybe looking for that next career opportunity, uh, should they head to the same place or where can docs learn more about Kyra Matchmakers? Yeah, we have a team of 20. Um, and so it's not just, you know, a couple of us running this thing. There's a whole team you get when you engage with us. And that's maybe one of our secret weapons of how we help people and do this well, as we have a great team. Uh, KyraMatchmakers.com, that's the website. Uh, I think we come up if you type in just about any combo of chiro, thanks to your work, Jeff, any combo of chiropractor staffing, associate doctor staffing, CA staffing, but chiromatchmakers.com's website. And whether you're looking for a job or you, you're looking to hire somebody, um, you'll find it easy to, to find where you need to go once you hit our homepage. Again, thank you to your genius marketing. We've, and for all those people, I'll give a plug. We knew we had what we do out to the world. And, and we were fortunate enough, Jeff, to, to coax you over to the behind the scenes to help us out with what we're doing. And just, uh, you know, as your, as your work with chiropractor and the evidence-based chiropractor was evidence of your abilities. It's uh, it, I thank you for that publicly because we would not be helping the doctors we are if they didn't find us and you really helped us to do a better job of that so thank you oh, thank you my 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 pleasure and uh docs listening and watching if you are looking to build and grow your team this year or next it's never too early to start the conversation head over to chiromatchmakers.com and if you're looking for the next step the next opportunity we have many available and there's a lot of fantastic opportunities out there for chiropractors so chiromatchmakers.com Alan, thanks for coming on, sharing the sharing the news as far as staffing, recruiting. I know there's a lot of pearls that you dropped. So, Docs, also rewind this, listen back, get a better understanding. Look at your processes for how you are currently hiring and the results that you're getting. And I have a sneaking suspicion there can be improvement. And if you believe so as well, head over to chiromatchmakers.com. Alan, thanks for coming on and chatting today. Thank you for listening to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. Join us again next week for another episode and leave us a review when you have a moment. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Chiropractor. The Smart Chiropractor can deliver more new patients, better retention, and more consistent reactivations to your practice without spending any money on paid advertising. Learn more and get started today at thesmartchiropractor.com.